Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hello, everyone, on this fantastic Super Bowl Eve. Um, Mike and Ryan are here, along with myself, my surgically repaired self. Um, <laughs> um, we're here to give you some content, of course, but uh, before we begin, um, we gotta pay tribute to Kobe Bryant because it's, it's it's only the right thing to do. Of course, the eight others, um, Kobe's daughter, you know, several others, soft baseball coach, the pilot, um, to the names I do not remember off the top of my head, but. Uh, it's that mama mentality that keeps us going sometimes. And, you know, I, I grew up, I, I didn't really get into basketball until very recently, but, you know, I grew up watching Kobe and LeBron and I always, you know, would love watching Kobe. I'm sure everyone loved watching Kobe Bryant. I mean, Ryan, I'm sure you did, despite being a Cavs fan. Yeah. Yeah, I have a special place in my heart for Kobe. Um, we were robbed of a Lakers and Cavs finals in the late twenty or late two thousands, but it was always cool to see uh, Kobe and LeBron go at it, or even Kobe in his later years when LeBron was in Miami. It, it was always awesome to see Kobe come into the queue and torch the Cavs. <laughs> that he did, uh, Mike. You had a better view. Of Kobe Bryant than any of us living uh, near the West Coast uh, or the Midwest, uh, you had plenty of times to go see the Thunder play the play the Lakers. Yes, sir, and I recall very well the twenty, I believe twenty twelve twenty, I believe it was twenty twelve um, when we met them in the playoffs. 
and the words that he said afterwards <clears throat> of I can't I want to say it was 2012. I believe that was the year we went to the NBA Finals and lost to um, Miami. But um, after we eliminated them in the 2012 playoffs, Kobe Bryant came out and and he voiced his opinion. You know, and, and Kobe is one that will. You know, I give him all the respect. You know, he said he flat out said it. You know, and layman's terms saying that it's the most passionate fans he's ever played you know played in the arena against um the team of course was youth which unfortunately we never materialized to bring a championship to Oklahoma City with Harden and Durant and Westbrook but um but uh yeah I saw him a few times I mean this dude he gave it at all I mean you can you can't tell me that he did not lay it all on the line on the court, uh, day in and day out. And of course, once he retired, um, you know, he definitely became a father um, figure to all his kids, but more importantly, Gianna. And, and um, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to his family, the the victims' families of the of the eight others, uh, seven others. And um, it's just, uh, it was a shocker. I when I got the news, of course, TMZ broke it first, and then unfortunately pissed everybody off to the fact that, of course, if you're under 18, you can't say the name of that individual, but, you know, nonetheless, uh, I thought it was all a joke. Texted a good buddy of mine um, who lives out in Arizona, and I said, hey, he's a big-time Laker fan. I said, hey, is this even real? He said, OMG, I hope not. And of course, unfortunately, it was. But, um, now nah, he's, he'll be missed. Um, and uh, he was one of the great to play the game. I mean, you can't say he's not. Sorry to interrupt you guys, but uh, uh, Ryan, John Harbaugh, Coach of the Year. Uh, Well-deserving. Oh, by and far. Also, uh, Greg Roman was Assistant Coach of the Year. Obviously so well-deserved. I told uh, you. Yeah. Just just laying out there, I told you so. Yes. I For those of you who do not know... um. Uh, for those of you stadium diehards out there who listen to the show, um, I posted forever ago when Greg Roman was hired as the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, it'd be the best thing to happen to Lamar Jackson his entire career. So, who's right on that one? Mr. Dan is 100% correct there. And Tory Holt, Browns not in the Hall of Fame. Which is a bummer. Which is bullshit. Put him over Edger and James, personally. I can pull yeah, up my yeah. list of guys that I would have voted for, but I would have voted for both of them. Yeah. Troy, obviously well-deserved. 100%. How did Kyler Murray win, rookie, win Offensive Rookie of the Year over A.J. Brown? I have no idea. That, that's even yeah. I was but, surprised by that one. Eh, quarterback bias. What do I know? Um, Nick Bosa, defensive rookie of the year. Duh. No surprise. Yeah. Um, Ellie is currently crying her ass off right now. Well, I didn't see that. Yep. She's currently crying her ass off because Troy got in. Hey, let her have her fun. Okay, here, here's my five. I would have voted for Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Edge, uh, Paul Amalu, and Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas didn't make it in? 
Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. First of all, I'm going to lose my shit now. So, Zach Thomas played in more games than Ray Lewis, if I'm not mistaken. Had probably a better... I think... I might be talking on my ass here, but... Zach Thomas was a better overall defensive player than Ray Lewis. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, that's just the linebacker of me talking. Okay. Okay. All right. I played linebacker. I played linebacker in high school, and, and I, oh, I still have the picture of myself with face paint like Ray Lewis. But even then, I had to. Shoot myself there. Yeah. So, Shoot myself uh, Ray, in the foot. Ray, Ray played uh, four extra seasons. So uh, Thomas retired in 2008, and Lewis retired in 2012. Okay. All right. I saved myself there. All right. Well, if you, you want to look at it, uh, Brian Erlacher, of course, the linebacker with the Bears. That's what I was thinking if, of. If you want to do comparison with Zach Thomas, Thomas has – more tackles and assists. He has more forced fumbles and the same amount of touchdowns than Erlacher did, and yet Zach Thomas is not in the Hall. That's of what I was, that's who I was. I was thinking of some. I was thinking of a linebacker. I couldn't think of who it was, but I I pointed to Ray Lewis because Ryan was here. <laughs> yeah, you you caught me there. It's like, nah, you're not gonna disrespect. Dude, you know Ray how Lewis. much I respect Ray Lewis. Come on. Ray Lewis might as well be the best middle linebacker of all time. Come on. Yes. Facts. Come on. Come on. But best overall linebacker, LT. Just saying. That's fair. We're not worthy. We're not worthy of greatness of LT. I mean, I might be saying my biasness because I'm in New York, but what do I know? Who else did make it? That, it's a, it's a, it's a. First of all, at water. Thank God he got in. He was that was well deserving. And I went last year. I can. I'm, I wish I can pull up the tweets. Last year I went on a rant about how in the world at water did not make the, uh, the Hall of Fame. But this year I'm glad it was very, very well deserving. Sam Mills was not in. Sam Mills did not get in. That's a shocker. I, I want I want the Dome Patrol to get in. Oh, Mike, you remember the Dome Patrol at the Saints? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. Four All Pros, four yeah. All Pros on that linebacker team and that linebacker core. That was such a good team. But that uh, that's to me the greatest linebacker core of all time. Jim Harbaugh's 49ers. Jim Harbaugh's Niners. I I Jim Harbaugh's 49ers are is in my opinion the best linebacking core of all time. No? Uh I I'd lean mid seventies Steelers with uh, Ham and Lambert. Could you put the eighty five Bears in there? That's a fair point too. Singletary and, Otis uh, Wilson, Wilbur Marshall, those boys could yes. hit. Those boys could hit. 
Um, who else? Who else? Now here, those now, early Patriot teams, those early Patriots teams. With Brewski, that was before they got Seau. Well, well, well if, if, no, just those three: Vrabel, Vrabel, McGinnis, and Brewski. Do they count? Uh, they're very yeah, good. Think, they're yeah, very good. Yeah. Brewski's got to get in the Hall of Fame eventually, right? No. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I I don't know. People think uh, Will Mc, people, if, listen. If people seriously think Julian Edelman can get in the Hall of Fame when he retires, then Teddy Bruschi's getting in. Uh, I don't think Edelman gets in at all. Edelman's not getting in. Yeah, I I have to pass on Bruschi. Yeah, I I don't know. If he like gets if in. if Zach Thomas can't get in the Hall of Fame, there is no place for Teddy Bruschi. Thank you. Thank you. We need some Dolphin fans on here, seriously. I feel bad for Miami sports fans. Get Hotep on here, seriously. Or, uh, Justin. Justin? Yeah, yeah JWD. Yeah, get his ass on here. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be so, a lot of fun, actually. So I'm overlooking to next year's class draft, and the first ballot is Jared Allen. Uh, probably. He had twenty sacks I, in one year. I I think Allen should get in at some point. I'll use Calvin first ballot. John, Calvin Johnson. Yes. Uh, debatable. Maybe not year one, but Calvin should be in the hall. Calvin's of getting in the hall of fame, and it's just not first ballot. My first opinion on these, well, definitely one is going to be. But uh, Charles That's, Woodson and Peyton Manning. Charles Woodson and Peyton Manning highlight, highlight that class. Oh, by far. 100,000%. Yep. You got to have the number one and number two guys from that 97 Heisman Trophy ceremony. If Charles Woodson does not get in the Hall of Fame first ballot, and there will be some people that will not vote him first ballot, um, well, first class ticket to Canton, Ohio, anyone? For some riots? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I was hoping to go this year because of Atwater, but the fact that I'm going to Canada in April kind of rules that out. Yeah. But come 2021, I'm going to try to find my way up to Canton next year. I got to get my ass to Buffalo. I'm, get, I'm, I'm going to try to get my ass to Buffalo this year. Whenever the Seahawks schedule gets released, uh, they play the Bills in Buffalo this year, and I'm probably going to see if me and Kyle can get our asses up there. Nice. So speaking of uh, Seattle and Buffalo, I'm writing an article about the history of like Scorigami in the Super Bowl, and uh, one of the near misses was Super Bowl 45, Packers Steelers 31-25, and the most recent incident of that happening was on Monday Night Football Seahawks and Bills. That was a so fun game. Interesting that. That was a fun game. And that was the. I know Sherman had a blocked kick. And post a picture on like Twitter or whatever of him like touching the ball first before he barreled into Hauschka at the time. No, it was Carpenter. Okay. Dan Carpenter. <laughs> the man who could hit from sixty but couldn't hit from forty-five. Yep, that, that didn't make any very, sense. Very, very Brett Maher of him. Indeed. Oh, boy. Anyway, we're getting off track here. Um, yeah, we are. So, 
we'll, we'll get to at the end of the show. We'll preview the Super Bowl and we'll make our official picks. Um, just so you're not confused. Yes, this is the official preview of the Super Bowl because we have some bright minds here. We have Mike and, of course, Ryan. Some bright, bright fucking minds here. Um, okay, so breaking news. Uh, Michael Thomas, Offensive Player of the Year. That's ridiculous. No way. That's absolutely ridiculous. Are you serious? Wow. Yes. Like, official NFL Twitter. That's ridiculous. And That's... I guess some, some cleaning house stuff. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was... Fantasy I was about to say, year. how the fuck did McCaffrey not win it? Seriously. No and disrespect Lamar, to Lamar Jackson either, but come the fuck right. on. And then Lamar was the air player of the year. What? So. Oh my God. <laughs> air player of the year for a guy who runs the football? Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Although, uh, there was a little bit of a conspiracy about the voting because they opened up the voting after week 17 and Lamar won in like a landslide, like 60%, Mahomes was 20%, Wilson was 20%. And then they opened it again after the divisional round, after Lamar lost and Mahomes came back from down 24-0. And it was like neck and neck with Mahomes and Lamar. So... If Wilson... As long as Wilson's second in MVP, it's fine. Which he might. We never know. And uh, break. I think he should. I think so. Yeah. And Broncos will play Atlanta in London this year. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really into the international game. Uh, It's. It's it's. It's interesting. There are some people that think T.J. Watt should be should be defensive player of the year. Eh. Yeah, I think he had a hot start near the end of the, or hot finish to the season, and of course Pittsburgh fans are Pittsburgh fans, but he was very good. I don't think he beats out uh, Gilmore or White or Shaq Barrett or Chandler Jones. How? How, excuse me, how did John Lynch not make it? Is John Lynch technically still part of this class? Did the official class not get announced yet? See, I would have picked Lynch. How the fuck did Lynch not get in? I would have put him in last year, truthfully. Lynch should have gotten in. Oh, boy. So I, he, yeah. Well, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, I think he goes. He's definitely in next year. Yeah. Even though he's, regardless, he's in. But. <clears throat> Good. Jesus Christ. That's... The Seahawks won the Bud Light Sally of the Year. <laughs> I know which that... one it is. <laughs> That was the insane right? That was no, that was yeah, the Monday night game against the Vikings. <laughs> Points if you know that, Nance. <laughs> it looks like the Backstreet Boys. It was something I can't remember. 
something from the 90s. Oh, it's before my yeah, time, though. the gist of it, and it's... Well, this one, they're showing from the Browns. How the fuck did Michael Thomas... Win? Oh, my God. I'm so pissed off about that. Uh, what do you guys think of the Jalen Ramsey trade now? Horrible. It really screws over the Rams moving forward. Yeah. Like, as good as Ramsey is on the field, like, as he's good a head case, though. Yeah, and you're cap strapping yourself, and you're kind of forcing yourself to give him a blank check because you don't pay up, what, two first round picks for him? Two first mm-hmm. and two, two first and a second. Oh, yeah, you don't mortgage your future for, for a guy him. who might end up leaving. Right. And, <clears throat> yeah. I think the natural comparison is the Marcus Peters trade to Baltimore. Very low risk trade there, and it worked. The only the Ramsey risk. trade, very risky, and it didn't work. Rams aren't in the playoffs, and they're going to be in cap hell next season. Yeah, they're, they're, they were in cap hell the second they signed Jared Goff. This is true, too. Now, I'm, I'm going to get my hawks in here um there was another trade that potentially could um impact the fabric of the seahawks um the Jadavian Clowney deal um um last episode i uh i was leaning towards Clowney walking but as i look at the cap situation more and more potentially who gets cut and who leaves um i'm leaning towards Clowney's staying now, the contract could be interesting. Now, here's why I don't think Clowney gets the deal that he wants. It's if he were to have this year, like if he were to have the year that he had last year, but add 10 sacks onto that year, he's absolutely getting 20 million a year. Am I wrong? Now, what would, now, what would you offer him, Dan? Well... Concerning the last big deal, the Seahawks... Now, the C- Seattle doesn't typically offer these long-term deals, like the right. five-year, six-year deals that you typically see nowadays. The last five-year deal that the Seahawks offered was Percy Harvin. Six years, $67 million back in 2013. Um, which, back then, people thought, of it, oh, this is a great trade. You're getting a first-round pick for a guy who is your who's your deep threat. Played all by I think like six games for the Seahawks in two years. Probably yep. should have been Super Bowl MVP though. Oh, probably no. That was a disaster of a game. I'm sorry. Now just give it to Malcolm Smith, honestly, or Cam. Just give it to Cam. But um. As Seattle is going to have roughly $68 million in cash space, which is a lot of fucking money. It is. It's a lot of money. Now, this is if they were to cut Justin Britt, KJ Wright, and Ed Dixon, they would have $68, $70 million in cash space. Otherwise, they're stuck with like $57, $55, which is still a decent amount of money, but you'd have to think. Okay, Clowney gets re-signed. 
if those three get cut. Now, Wright, I don't think, gets released because of the year that he had. I think he would get traded um, because of the season he had. And his contract is also friendly. Now, if I'm Seattle, I'm calling the Ravens, Ryan, and seeing how much would you give for K.J. Wright because he could play inside, he could play outside. <clears throat> Ryan, what do you think? I I think we might lean more towards the draft for a linebacker, especially if like Kenneth Murray drops to <laughs> 28. Because uh... I'm at 27. I'm at 27. I need a pass rusher. I I need a pass rusher badly. Well, at 27, Kenneth Murray's not going to be there. I can guarantee you that. No, he's uh, not. I think the, I, now I, I would love to see him in Baltimore. You know, Baltimore drafted a lot of OE players last year. Yeah, I just Mark. wrote an article about uh, the our 2018 class. We have three Pro Bowlers just from that one. Of course the soon-to-be MVP, and last year's draft is kind of a mess, but Hollywood <sighs> Brown looks like a very good player. Oh, yes. Um, I have a question for you guys. So, do you guys remember Alex Smith? Yes. Some people are going to go like, who? Who is this guy? Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Um... People forget Alex Smith was a very good quarterback in this league before he got hurt. Of course, suffered a Joe Theismann leg break. Um, there are way too many like parallels between the Theismann Smith. Too much bullshit going around. Yeah, Illuminati <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, not today, but I- I'm sure we've discussed that before uh, between that injury. Um, but. Alex Smith's contract is very friendly compared to a lot of other quarterbacks um, in this league. So, the question is, uh, to you two, could we see Alex Smith make a return in 2020, and for which team? I I can already tell where this is going. I'll go first. I gotta lean... No, I don't think he will end up being on a team as a starter. They're of the open spots, potentially Carolina, but it looks like they're going to bring Cam back. New England, but I lean more towards Brady coming back. The Chargers probably take someone at seven. Please retire. For the sake of my, for the sake of our sanity. It's effing Tom Brady. So what? Yeah, he was sick. I can guarantee he does not want to go out a one and done. Watch him go to the Bears and laugh. Watch him go to Chicago and laugh. <laughs> Which that's where I think Alex Smith if he could goes go. To Jim, I'm crying. I'm not gonna lie. Which I think Alex Smith can end up in Chicago. That's an interesting one. And here's I why. Think all, ooh, okay. So what about Detroit? No, I, I don't know. If, no, Dan, I don't know if you've gone through this, but Alex Smith does have some ties to um, Matt Nagy. That's why. Right? That's why I Kansas picked him. City. 
Okay. I see where you're going there. Mm-hmm. That's that's reasonable. That's a significant and when you think about it, Mitchell Trip that's what that's my point. Mitchell Trubisky, he's eligible for a new contract this year. And if he has some people are picking uh that he could get thirty million a year? I mean what the hell? Oh, Trubisky thirty million a year? Let's no be honest. Let's, first of all, there are some people who seriously think that Andy, that who what's his face? Who was I thinking of? Um Christ, Jameis Winston. Some people seriously think that Jameis Winston is gonna be worth thirty million a year to the Bucks. I think they should franchise tag him. They're not gonna franchise. He's not going to get franchised. And you know why? Because there's ego. And now, prove, tell me if I'm wrong. Chicago is a significantly better team with Alex Smith, the quarterback. Correct. Now, what My would it cost? What would it cost? Was that the key? Because he's coming off of that injury still in his age. He's getting up there in age to where I don't know how long of a deal you would really want to go with. For, uh, would you give him the Peyton Manning deal that the Broncos no. gave him? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I still think he was forced out, even though his last, when we won Super Bowl 50, it was well, probably the worst season I've ever seen him play. Um, so what was his? Technically, his was five. I think we went four with him. It was a four-year uh, deal. I would do three. How old is Alex Smith? 32, I think. 30, 30, no, no, excuse me. Oh, 35. He's 35. I wouldn't do no more than four. And that's even pushing that one. Two. He will be 36 by the time this season rolls around. Oh, Jesus. I'll do three. With the fourth year as an option. I would give him a three year deal. I I wouldn't go no more than three. And if you do four, it would have to be three, and then the fourth has an option. Uh, dude. But you think he could go to the Bears, though, right? Well, if he has a connection, that would be a good choice. Josh Rosen to the Patriots. I don't know where else would be a good fit, because, you know, in the AFC, because San Diego, or San Diego, Los yeah. Angeles, I think, will go to the draft. LA is going to the draft, yeah. Um, so, the only other option I see is the Patriots, and even then, so I think they go to the draft too. Depends on who's still they, in the market before. Uh, see, I think they go somehow and fool us all and take Josh Rosen. I'm sticking by it. Sticking by it. Well, it wouldn't be a bad choice. It would not. It would not. I mean, you got a young quarterback that you can really build around. Yes, you can. Um, let's talk about another young quarterback. Um, Mike, your homeboy, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, is it uh, is it too early to call him a bust already? Nah, he's perfectly fine. He'll, you know, I. I <clears throat> Last year was coaching, and I thought Cleveland, uh, I didn't think Freddie Kitchens was a correct hire at all. Um, 
Not saying that their hire was the brightest on this one. Uh, no, I say give him two more years at the end of his rookie contract, and then we'll we'll consider a bust or not. Um, I thought he went well rookie year this year. Just a lot of issues with coaching that. And I think the Odell was more of a distraction than it was of a help uh, for Baker. I think for the whole organization. But uh, well, it's no, the I think it's a little too early. So let's go on to that carousel. Who's getting cut? Which which players are getting placed on the NFL guillotine? <laughs> um, I already named a few on my team. Uh, potentially KJ Wright. Um, uh, potentially, I could see Ed Dixon getting cut. Well, he's getting cut. Um, and Justin Britt. That alone saves the Seahawks around like eighteen million dollars in total in cap space. Um, Ryan, who's getting cut? So, from everything that I've heard, Tony Jefferson's a pretty decent has a pretty decent chance of being cut. Uh, he ended last season on IR, and we found some sort of a replacement in Chuck Clark, who played very well when he had the microphone. Um, so I, Jefferson's likely gone, um, potential for Jimmy Smith or Brandon Carr. Uh, and I guess the big free agents for us is Matt Judon and there's a chance that we re- like just totally restructure his deal and resign him. We could also franchise tag him. And there's been estimates that his value to the team would be right around where the franchise tag mark is. And we could also trade him or just let him go. He's getting a lot of money, though. Yes, lots of money. And I'm, I have mixed feelings about him getting paid like a, a number one guy, really. Because he's very good. Don't get me wrong there. But... I don't know if he's like the kind of game wrecker that a uh, Khalil Mack, Von Miller, JJ Watt, uh, Chandler Jones, those kind of guys are. Yeah. Um, I, I I've had mixed feelings on Clowney for a while, so I, I'm on the same boat as you, Mike. Who's being placed on the NFL's guillotine on the Broncos side? I think Joe Flacco gets cut, regardless of. No, he, well, that's by default, team. so that's unfair. Yeah, so that's going to save us 10 mil. I think our guard, Ron Leary, is going to get cut. Uh, I just, I think we're going to get younger, and, and the, his inconsistency really hurt us last year. That grabbed the whole offensive line sucks, but um, I think that's going to, I think Ron Leary is going to get cut. Uh, roughly, that's going to put us at eight, an extra 18 mil, which almost gets close to 80. I think we're going to put more of the 77, 78 mil um, range for the uh, free agency for the cap. Um, I still think Garrett Bowles will either get cut or he will get traded along with um, That's tough. Yeah, He's a know. decent player. It's Todd Davis is a is a up there, but for sure, Joe Flacco and Larry be definitely the two that gets cut. And I think Shelby Harris gets re-signed, but not for the money he wants, even though he did come out and say it's going to be a money issue. And Justin Simmons, 
Uh, I'm kind of curious what they do with him. Market value for him is around 14 and a half mil. So, uh, yeah. It was tremendous this season. Yeah, so 14 and a half, roughly about 14 and a half mils in market value. So we'll see what Denver does. Of course, I don't see them re-signing Chris Harris at all. I think he goes to Kansas City. Um, We'll see. Um, Shelby Harris' market value is close to 12. So we'll see exactly what. Now, and if we can get him for at least 11, 11 and a half, I think I'll be happy with that. Depends well who is else who else is out there that we can maybe try to attract. Um, we'll see, but I would prefer Justin Simmons for sure to remain a Bronco. Um, let's go on to free agents. Uh, let's check our free agent uh, preparations. Who do you think joins our teams? Uh, keep in mind we're working with a limited we're, we're working with a limited budget here. Obvious salary cap. Who goes where? Starting with Ryan. Any day now, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan? Yeah, okay, so my phone almost died, so I had to put it on the charger, so I had to unplug my headphones. All good. That's what I had to do. So, one second. All good. Now, Dan, are we talking about uh, free agents to our team? Yeah, like new players. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay, I don't want to be like, you know, Philip Rivers to the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. <laughs> no, like to our team, specifically our teams. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. Yeah. You never fucking know. Exactly. Um, I think in terms of guys the Ravens could go after – it depends on what we do with Judon, but Shaq Barrett could come to town. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, those have been like the two buzzing names. Your mic just sounds like shit now. Yeah. Better. I don't. I don't that's better? Kind of. Eh, fuck it. Okay. Uh, keep going. What do you got? So I, I think Ngakwe or um, Shaq Barrett could come to town. Um, assuming Judon does not come back, uh, Judon could be traded potentially and get like maybe a second or a third, some middle round draft capital. But I'm I'm thinking we attack Edge in the first round. And we could be a hotbed for like an AJ Green if he decides to leave Cincinnati, or someone else on the wide receiver market. I'm on the same boat too. Um, I played around with this for a while. Um, tight end is a huge need for me, considering Will Disley keeps getting hurt, despite you know having some really good two years. Um, he keeps getting hurt, and you can't keep relying on Jake Hollister to make plays. So, um, I fucked about with free agents, of course. Um, I went back and forth, Greg Olson, Vernon Davis. So, I thought, okay, how would this sound? Tyler Eifert and Jimmy Graham. Both on one-year deals. 
Uh, both one year, $5 million for both of them, for both Eifert and Graham. Um, because that, that leaves, you know, Disley as like your reserve, kind of a reserve fullback. But Eifert and Graham would be like a good, nice one two punch. Um, but this could also be the case of, oh, you have a three, you have a, a nice three headed monster at a tight end. With Eifert, Graham, and and Disley, move Hollister to fullback as like a reserve fullback, and then you're fine. Um, the big problem for me is the defensive line. Um, this team kept getting gashed in the running game, and when you can't defend the run, your defensive backs can't do shit. So I went back and forth. Um, in the defensive tackle market, who's getting paid, who's not getting paid. So I went with Danny Shelton and Adamic and Sue for defensive tackles. Um, Shelton's the big one for me. I think he gets three years, $30 million, $10 million a year, considering the market, uh, for a nose tackle. And Sue, I think he gets his, like, his a one-year $12 million. Um, defensive back. Um, I don't think they go after anyone like worth noting, like a Byron Jones or anything. Because who's getting who? who what? There's gonna be an idiot that's gonna pay seventeen million here to Byron Jones and watch it be the Jets. So, I went with Mike's old friend, Akeem Talib. Mm-hmm. So he's still got some gas left in his tank. Yes, he does. So I thought, okay, bring in Talib. That bring that that's a much needed teacher to Shaquille Griffin, and you have Hugo Amadi playing nickel, and Trey Flowers be the four. Um, safety's fine. I like the safety group that we have, but to me, I mean, pass rusher. I think they go to the draft because I don't think they're spending twenty million dollars on Yannick Ngakwe. As much as he's a nice player, I don't think they do that. But most of their money is going to go to Clowney, I would assume. Uh, like something north of 18, 19 million per year, which is what I'm getting. Um, receiver. Uh, this is some stroke of luck. If the Patriots were to cut ties with him, Mike, you know what I'm talking about. Right. I don't think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going with. <laughs> um, if the Patriots were to cut ties with a certain player at receiver, Julian Edelman. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know about that. If they were to cut ties with him. Now, I'm going with if. Now, if they were to cut ties with him, I would say absolutely go after Edelman. Otherwise, go after Chris Hogan or Danny Amendola. Someone who's a natural slot receiver. Or you can move Lockett inside to be the slot and then go after whether it's an A.J. Green, you know, Demarius Thomas. I don't know. Someone, a receiver for a short-term deal. Not a lot of money. Um, and I think they get a fullback where it's an Anthony Sherman. Or 
a trade for James Devlin to the Patriots. Uh, but they need a fullback badly. Badly. Uh, Mike, what about you? Yes. Who do you go with? Well, and a lot of it, I think, uh, I think our biggest key is offensive line. Uh, I still, I still would love for us to attack the offensive line. I know a good buddy of mine disagrees with me, but that's perfectly fine. We had no, we had nobody that could protect uh, Glock or Flacco or even uh, Allen. Didn't matter who the quarterback was. Um, so I say to go with Jack Conklin. Um, with out of Tennessee, I think that um, honestly, I think it'd be b- better fit than what Bowles is. Again, um, Bowles, in my opinion, I think has been disappointing besides the fact that he can't quit holding if his life depends on it. Uh, I also will go with Leonard Williams out of the Giants, the defensive lineman. The you want Leonard Williams? Yep. Nick right now would punch you in the face. Just in case, as a replacement for Shelby Harris, assuming Harris bolts for someone else. Oh, that's true. Just as a backup plan. Uh, Blake Martinez, the linebacker out of Green Bay, I think he would fit perfectly in what um, Van Gino uh, is wanting to do. And then I love um, the strong safety, Carl Joseph. Of course, I know him very well with West Virginia when they are, of course, here in Big 12 football, even though they don't play defense. Um, Correct. Uh, well when uh, OU, OU plays them. And then um, uh, Ronald uh, Darby out of uh, with the Eagles, the corner. Um, I think those two will be upgradable. Assuming we do not... Um, keep Harris, which I don't expect it. And for some reason, we do not or we're not able to keep Simmons, which I'm assuming um, we will. But as backup, those would be two secondaries I would go after. And I say they're draft uh, receiving the first round, which will help us out in regards to free agency market. No, not really so much going after receiver. Uh, by the way, there is a case for Mike Shanahan. To get in the Hall of Fame, I would love that. When's that? Uh, there, Bill Cowher mentioned um, that there is a distinct pot that he's been preaching for Mike Shanahan to get in the Hall of Fame. I'm I'm not against that. Oh hell no! Absolutely not even close. <sighs> so it is that time. Um, it is the end of the season tomorrow. Unfortunately, none of us want this. Oh boy. Um, (laughs) I already already missed football. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I don't, unfortunately, because I hate this game. I hate this. I hate this matchup for the Super Bowl. I really fucking do. I do too, trust me. Um, so, let us begin, shall we? Um, our official Super Bowl 40, 50, 40, oh, Christ, I'm sorry, I just watched Super Bowl 43 on repeat for the last three days. I was going to say, where are you at, Dan? 
I'm, I'm back 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 54, excuse me. Wow. Uh, Super Bowl 54 is upon us tomorrow. So let us make our picks, starting with Mike, also Super Bowl MVP. God. Well, this matchup sucks. One, um, I don't have nothing against 49ers. Uh, of course, our arch rival, uh, Kansas City. And, of course, Broncos country is presuming I will not go to Kansas City. And they are correct. I will not. San Francisco, I think, will take care of business. Um, I think the experience for Jimmy G, even though this is his first Super Bowl starting, obviously he has a ring with New England. He's got two rings. Um, uh, I think the experience, at least on that end, at least he knows of the game, will help out. I think the defensive side is just too much for Kansas City. The, the real question is, will um, can uh, San Francisco start, uh, stop, of course, Tyreek Hill? You got uh, Kelsey, Sammy Watkins. Of course, we all know Patrick Mahomes, what he can, and what he can do. And then Kansas City's running game, Damian Williams, on occasion can have a big game. I'm not expecting too much out of the run game. I will make a bold prediction. I say the 49ers will break the Super Bowl record for rushing yards. Uh, and your Super Bowl MVP is going to be Mr. Jimmy G. Uh, what's your score? 38-27. Oof. Uh, Ryan. But don't... What? Yes, sir. Ryan, you're up. All right. So, <clears throat> as great as the 49ers have been all season, offensively, defensively, pass rush, uh, running game, I can't not bet against Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes has a big day, but the Super Bowl MVP I'm going for is going to be a historic performance from Travis Kelsey to be the first tight end to ever win Super Bowl MVP. I think he finds the end zone twice, goes over 100, maybe 125 yards, and scores the game-winning touchdown in a 33-28 to Chiefs win. Comes down to me, does it? Okay, so, hold on. I gotta, I gotta get something real quick. I gotta get the two jerseys. Alright. I can't believe it made me do this. So... For those of you who do not know, um, for those of you who are close to me will probably get this. Um, uh, hold on, I gotta take off the Lions jersey. God damn it, I'm well behind. Shit. They are definitely not in the Super Bowl. What? The Lions are definitely not in the Super Bowl. Oh, well, that's for sure. Okay, so. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um. Comes down to me. All right, fine, fuck it. Um, this is such a hard game to pick for me because I don't like any of these teams. Um, I especially do not like Patrick Mahomes, hence why, because he puts ketchup on his steak, and therefore that insults me as a New Yorker. But what do I care? Um, do whatever you shall please. Um, in my hands, I have a Kansas City jersey, Priest Holmes, and Vernon Davis for the 49ers. Um, I feel like I'm going to be like Lee Corso here. All he needs is a mascot. I was going to say that. You're, 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 
all, all I need is the mascot, uh, and then I'm fine. Um, that would that would smell. Jeez, where would I fit that? Yeah. Where would I fit that in here? That's the question. Um, both these teams are potent on offense. Um, obviously, San Francisco's running game, number two in rushing, torched the Packers two weeks ago in the AFC Championship game, in a game that probably should never have happened in the first place because I'm salty as fuck. I'm a salty Seahawks fan. Correct. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what? I had, to watch that, I had to watch that stupid game on the plane, and I have a conspiracy theory that if the Ravens and Seahawks switched coaches, they would be playing tomorrow. Thank you. My man. The NFL is starting to be have a lot more conspiracies here. The game is really starting to be predictable. Regardless, my pick. Um, I think this game is stupid close. Um, I don't think San Francisco's defense shows up to cover Kansas City's passing game or their offense in general. I think the pass rush shows up, but I don't think their overall defense shows up. So... Again, on one hand, I have Kansas City. On the other hand, I have the I have the Niners. Um, as I am, I'm literally cringing right now. This is such a oh. I'm hoping you don't put that god awful Chiefs jersey on. That's what I'm hoping that you don't do. That cap's ugly. The twelfth man flag is behind <laughs> me. The twelfth man flag is behind me. I'm sorry. I, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Oh, give me this Niners jersey. Oh, I'm, I'm such a shame. I can't even put this on. <laughs> I can't even put any of them on. That's how well, bad I'm going to wear my Broncos West Welker, West Welker Super Bowl 48 jersey oh. on tomorrow because he's coaching the Niners. Oh, boy. Or the I'm picking the Niners, by the way. I'm picking the Niners. As the, the, that defense screams, that team screams Super Bowl champion. And I don't trust Kansas City's defense like I do the Niners. Um, but what do I know? Patrick Mahomes could throw for 500 yards. What do I care? Um, I'm going San Francisco 35, Kansas City 31. Super Bowl MVP Raheem Mostert. So I could see him, dude. Yeah, I could. So, oh god, I, I need to get some. I need to get a Seahawks hat on to, to cleanse myself. All right, <clears throat> we have breaking news: the NFL MVP has been announced. It is Lamar Jackson, and it is unanimous. What? No surprise. What? For just the second time ever, unanimous MVP. What? Yep. Yep, just got it now. My notification. I didn't. I didn't get it. What? Uh, <clears throat> yes. Unanimous. And yet, Derek Jeter's not. What kind of shit is this? What? What the fuck? Yep, Lamar Jackson wins MVP. You should be getting it, Dan. Oh, I just got it. Stadium. I just got it. Yep. What the fuck? (laughs) 
Alec. <laughs> Ryan, you should just check notifications right now. <laughs> the yep. comments right yep. there. <laughs> we need to get him on here right. eventually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the fuck. All I'm asking for is this year's Super Bowl is to be more, much more entertaining than last year's. Please be. <laughs> uh, I, I should have gotten this on camera because I'm currently in a Seahawks hat to cleanse myself of this pain. It's been so. It's been such a bad two weeks for me. Was, I have coworkers who are from LA and are Chiefs fans, and they're telling me to my face. So how does it feel to not get past the second round again? It's like you went fifty years without appearing in the in the Super Bowl. I've been there three times. So I just don't want the Chiefs to win because I know exactly who's texting me right after the game <laughs> Jared. Is, is Jared, and he <laughs> will not let this down for the next four or five months. I cannot. I, oh my god! I do. I love my that dude to death. How the oh fuck was Lamar unanimous? I, do this. I know disrespect to Lamar, but a salty Seahawks fan again. Um, <laughs> how the fuck was it unanimous? I'm telling you, what, and like we mentioned earlier in the show, when they got votes open week 16 or so, I mean, people's already sold in what he did. And I wish a lot of these people would wait until technically the Super Bowl. I mean, I really think the playoffs should be a, a factor in this vote. Yeah. Yeah. I strongly disagree with the idea of putting playoff stuff with the regular season. Oh, for God's sakes, Ryan, you know what's correct because you lost two playoff games. No. This goes for every <laughs> sport. Like, okay, realistically speaking, if you said, okay, the MVP includes the playoffs, how many of the last 20 MVPs would be the same? Zero, because none of them won the darn Super Bowl. Fair. Like, Fair. oh, do you think 2007 Tom Brady deserves to be MVP because he lost in the Super Bowl? What about 2013 Peyton Manning? Ah, what about 2018 Patrick Mahomes? All of these players are clearly the best player in the regular season, and it's a regular season award. That's fair. It's fair. What's your guys' thoughts on the NFL potentially adding more games and eliminating two point and the two preseason games here in the future? That's, I think it's ridiculous. Just give it to 16 games, and then we're fine. I say give us two preseason and let the season go. But uh, what they should do is do get rid of the first round bye. Oh, that'd be cool. Get rid of the first round bye, add official three-round playoff games, make the one seed really matter, or make the one seed basically not matter in a case. Um, what I think should also happen is include a shootout style past overtime. Uh, have your 10 minutes of overtime, um, and then like do shootouts of 50 yard field goals. 
They need to change the overtime rule. Uh, I'm not saying they need to do it exactly how the college does it, but I think that's one rule that they're just not going to change. It's got to change. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please do not drink too much, as I surely as hell will. Yeah. The... Oh, I will if this game gets boring. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> um, sorry, Ryan. Ryan? Did we lose him? Yes. What's up? You just blacked out again. I, I'm reading through Twitter. Get off Twitter, boy! <laughs> oh. You can write your articles later. Come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking with you. It's okay. <laughs> we all we're all friends here. <laughs> Ladies and oh, gentlemen, God. do not drink too much during the Super Bowl. Please stay home if you are drinking. Uh, get a ride. Uh, do not bet too much. Please don't bet ten thousand dollars on a Super Bowl unless if you're really confident. Uh, but then again, why do I care? So, yeah. Um, exactly. We're all, we're all have fun here. Um, Kyle is not happy about this game either. Rightfully so. Because the Bills are robbed. Rightfully so. The Bills could have beat Kansas City if they would have played them. Should have. They probably should have. Yep. And then we're having a Seahawks-Bills Super Bowl, and then all hell freezes over. Oh God! Speaking of the Bills, uh, did did Tyler and uh, Kyle ever work out their bet? Nope. Oof. They did not. Oh, that's enough for me, guys. This was this was a fun show. This is fun. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, please, if you guys are listening to this, if you guys are listening to the end of this show, just. Scroll back 15 minutes ago to when we make our official Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> Anyways, have yourselves a wonderful good one, guys. Let's all enjoy the final game of football. <laughs>